0: From the Duck South Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. We're mass communicating. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. (laughs) This is the End of the Line Podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com. I gave it a 10. A A 10. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. And now... Here's your host, Rocky LaFleur. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Also starring, Josh Webb, Jake LaTondres, Rob Kroon, David Ellis, and Ramsey Russell. Showtime.
1: All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's
0: showtime. Showtime, everybody! Showtime! Welcome to the End of the Line podcast. I'm Rocky LaFleur in the Ducks House Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. Joining me on the other end of the line is a voice you've never heard before, new co-host, Wes Avent. Wes, how are you?
1: Man, I'm pretty pumped about this, actually. It's been a long time in the making, and I think it's here. I think <laughs> I think it's right here, actually. It's amongst us.
0: Well... You have a huge voice on Facebook as it is. I mean, there is a ton of people. Not only your post, but your Facebook lives are humongous. The number of people that follow those.
1: Yeah, well, it's 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 funny how it's it, how it went down. I didn't think it'd go down that way, but if you know, I just I just say what whatever I think. In this day and age, that's what you have to do. Because we've been tied down, you know, we've been sheltered to such an extent where people are actually afraid to say stuff. You know, I've had so many people come to me like, hey, Wes, man, I listen to you. I I love what you're saying. And is there, I live through you. Like, literally, it's crazy. Could you keep that up and not try to get banned on Facebook? (laughs) You know, so it's kind of of tough, really, to to do
0: what I do. You've been to Facebook jail a couple of times, right?
1: Oh man, I've got my stripes, man. I I, I know the I know the guys. I actually, you know what's funny? I got I got a uh I got a text from the dude, the man up in uh Facebook and he said uh basically it was a text it, it was an inbox or whatever it was, how you, how you get these little messages and it said, "After a year, we're going to wipe your record clean." Like, what in the hell? Basically, I'm a <laughs> I'm a a real-life convict in this type of situation. It's really crazy. It's really crazy.
0: Well, a little background real quick. You're you're one of the top callers on the Paul Feinbaum Show, correct?
1: Correct, yes. Back in the day, uh, Paul and I used to get into it in the early days when Squirrel was there. He's still there. uh, Tammy and all of that, we got into it big time, big time. And you know, uh actually in real life, Paul is actually a really good guy. But uh I swear up and down, man. I I, I promise you everything. He's got good intentions for all of the SEC. He just doesn't have he doesn't like the, the big wigs in the SEC. Does that make sense? He just likes the the plays and the players and the coaches, but I think it's the administration he has issues with. You know, I don't even think he likes Roger Goodell at all, because we got into it several times about that.
0: Hey, but before that, a little background. You used to have a show on ESPN Radio in Jackson, right?
1: Yes, uh, 930 WSLI. I sure did. Uh, Back when I was in college, um, I had a show there. Um, It was funny how that started. I was living off of Lakeland Drive. You know, I was a green pea. I was, you know, big into sports like everybody else, but I was a little bit different. I wanted to get my point across. Well, Jay White had a show called the Ebony and Ivory Show, and I called in so much. And eventually, it worked out one day. They said, you know, I called to the to the night show, and... uh They put me on hold, and they said, do you want to come in and do this? Literally, that's how it happened. (laughs) Not even kidding. They just called me up and said, do you want to do this? And I was like, I'll be right there. And so that's what happened. You know, I worked on the show, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, college or whatever it was, I was such a young kid, I really wasn't focused at, at, at the entire situation. But I still kept, tight, kept uh, you know, tight with all of them, you know. Uh, till this day, you know, like uh, my guy, Jake Wimberley, met him down the road. He's one of my dear friends. And as everybody knows across the state of Mississippi, he runs the ESPN, you know, the, the five show, The Zone. And I'm very tight with that guy. You know, we, we I guess all of us crazy, you know, radio guys or personalities, that's how I know you, actually, is, well, I've known you since high school, but, the, you know, we all we all kind of keep tight.
0: You, you know, it's kind of funny, Wes. I, I didn't know this about you until a couple of months ago. i got to say this real quick. So I really enjoy listening to you talk about college football. It, it's one of my favorite things. You know, yes. lately it's been a lot of the coronavirus here, very intellectual, have a lot of good takes when it comes to, you know, things going on, day-to-day right. things going on in the world. But, you know, right. before all this happened, you you were talking a lot about college football. I was following you there, listening to it. And I was, I was asking a, a, a guy that we're both friends with. I'm like, how does he know so much about football? He said, man, you don't know it. And he played football with you in high school. He said, Wes was one of the best running backs that we had. I mean, fast as lightning. Ooh, New football man, in and out.
1: Oh,
0: I didn't even know man. you
1: played football. I ran track. I played football. Look, I want to tell you something. It was really wild. I, I I ran. I I played football at Pilla, and uh, I went to Kruger. I even went to Greenwood High. I've done it all. And before that, what everybody doesn't know, before that, I was at Tupelo. And before that, I was around Tampa, Florida at Gulf Middle High School playing football. I actually oh, got, wow. recruited for, I got recruited for my speed. See, my family moved from Newport Ritchie, Florida, and that's uh, around that area in the Tampa Bay area. And I was playing football there, and I was very fast. So we, we moved to Mississippi, and that's how it happened. And basically, the recruiting thing is real. In the 90s, I was recruited. Real, real life, real true story. I, I'm not even kidding. not It's not a joke. It's a real thing, and it, and it still happens today. And so I lived it. I was through it. And, you know, was I the best running back? No, but I did have speed.
0: Oh, and man, he I, said you were fast I, I, as lightning.
1: Ooh, man! What you talking about? Uh, I'll never forget. It. Uh, let's see. We we're at Grenada. It was it was Kirk Academy, and Coach Coach came to me and he said, "We're gonna run a wing night a wing right twenty nine reverse." This was on the two yard line. I was thinking, Coach, we cannot do a reverse <laughs> on the two yard line. He goes, son. That cornerback down there is going to get cracked blocked and you're going to run, and I'll be damned. He gave me the ball, and he got busted, and all I saw was the end zone. I was smiling the whole way there, ninth grade. And that's you're supposed to go up the middle. You're yeah. supposed to go up the middle on 2 line. <laughs> no, no, I'm not big enough to go up the middle, because them country boys, you know how it is. is. country <laughs> boys are different. Woo,
0: All right, so 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 listen, I I, I want to start here, Wes. You you just posted an unreal, I guess you'd say breaking news uh study that just came out of Los Angeles about with the coronavirus.
1: Yes. Uh apparently, you know, for for months on end, we're 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 switching to this. But uh, your listeners, be aware, that's what we do here. That's especially what we do. Um, you know, for months on the end, people have been worried about the numbers, the numbers. Well, um, KTLA News Channel 5 out of California literally just said up to 442,000 people in L.A. County alone may have already been Contracts with the coronavirus antibody study estimates. Now, this is, this was a, this was about a, let's see, eight to 16 times higher than what Stanford said, which is also out of California. So it makes you wonder how skewed the numbers actually are. You know, we, we've been living with this for a long time. You know, I said on my Facebook Live, I I told you, I told everybody. Hell, back in March or February, February, middle of February, I had this. Man, I had every symptom. I got tested for the flu twice, brother, and it came up negative. I lost seventeen pounds. You know, I I, I looked like a crack a crackhead. It was bad. You know, and uh, come to find out that I'm not the only one with this story. So what, what does that There's tell you?
0: There's a lot. Exactly. There's a lot of people in February that that had, well, January and February. I'll tell you this. So I was in a big store in Pontotoc, uh the other day. Of course, it wasn't a lot of people there, but the guy standing next to me, six foot from me, was a nurse practitioner. Right. And, you know... Well, the guy that I was checking out, and at, you know, I know that you're probably worried about every person that's coming here, but, you know, I I feel fine, even though that's not really a great, you know, analysis of corona, because you could be, have it for four days. But anyway, the nurse practitioner jumped in the conversation, and he said, look, I'm just going to tell you this, this stuff has been around, we have not been able to figure out what it was since right. December January
1: right exactly it it was before that. do you remember Ashcroft the 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 reporter for ESPN you remember him
0: oh yeah he suddenly
1: he suddenly died do you know that he had every symptom of coronavirus did you know that
0: no i did not yes he did
1: everybody listen to this podcast ashcroft or i think that i think that's his name i i Ash man, i've got to. Asha, yes. Uh, He had the symptoms of the coronavirus, and nobody knew what it was. And then out of the the blue, after he dies suddenly, we get the Wuhan situation going on with this, and they start reporting it. And then shortly after that, I fell sick, and a lot of my friends fell sick in the industry, within the medical field. True story. You can fact check me because it did happen. He did pass away before it went down in China. Or before they announced
0: it, basically. Edward Ashoff. Died thirty four. He was it he was uh he was moving up the ranks of the SPN real fast.
1: Yes he was. And, he was a very solid reporter.
0: Oh man, he was really good. Really, yep. really good.
1: Loved by many. Loved by
0: many. And I'll tell I'll you this, you. a lot of people another another thing to think on, which we're both familiar with, is the the Gen Show in Memphis. If you grew up anywhere in Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, you know about the Gen Show. A lot of people came back from that Gen Show in 10 to 14 days later after uh, the Gen Show in Memphis broke with something. Just like Wes is saying, got tested for the flu, didn't have pneumonia. They didn't know what it was.
1: Correct. A lot of people actually, during the tourney up there, the basketball tourney, they fell ill. You know, I'm not going to touch on any names, but they did fall ill. Um, I also want to say this: I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to shove this under the mat, but I do know personally, firsthand, I know nurses within the system. That have had it, they are better. They and and if and and one of them had a pre-existing condition, and they are they are doing awesome. And I have immediate family members in upstate New York that have it, and they are doing awesome. And by the way, I love you if you're listening to this. I'm so proud of you guys for making it through that.
0: Hey, hey, Wes, I'll ask you this. Um. Okay. You know the big thing that's been going on since last week trump trump kind of uh he, I'm not gonna say he called out the media but he he played back clips of things that they've said um and as opposed to what really happened with what, he, what his administration has done oh I agree with Good. you, man Good the, for him. the way that <clears throat> he you know it's just like with the Biden deal. Joe Biden, you know they 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 called him a racist. They called him xenophobic when he when he shut down travel from China. Multitude of Democrats called Trump out for doing that.
1: Well, it's the same thing. They called him the same thing during his election. But when he got elected, because if you remember, that was his platform. He was a going to set up a wall and shut down China before he got elected. So what's new to that? (laughs) What's new to that? Everybody wants to call the man a racist? Oh, well, guess what? He warned you, he warned you during his presidential platform, the whole world that he was going to build a wall in Mexico, which, by the way, anybody's listening to this, that wall has been there. He's just extending it and making it better, because Obama, when he was in office, put up around 65 million dollars. For that wall but nobody wants to touch on that so now trump says he wants to fix the china issue not only that he steps into korea with homeboy shakes his hand oh we're going to stop this we have done everything we have had the porn stars it failed we have had the russian collusion it failed we've had the impeachment it failed We've had everything and it failed, and now we have this. I, 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 I'm just telling you, it to me, it's, it's really funky. It's, it's funky.
0: I, I would so, say the whole Trump, overall, the Trump family is is one of the least uh, racist Republican, and you know, a couple of them are are called the Democrats. Don't, so, well, they were Democrats before he got elected as a Republican. And that's Kushner and Ivanka.
1: <laughs> right. Let me, let me tell you something, brother. Um, anybody, anybody can go Google Mike Tyson and Donald Trump. They walked up to Mike Tyson about, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. They said, Mike Tyson, who would you have to run as president? He said, Donald Trump. No question about it. Oh, really? So they asked the same question to Shaquille O'Neal. Donald Trump really makes you think for a little bit. It makes you think. You know, let, let's talk, let's talk about the guy that went in and made boxing. Basically, Trump Plaza. If if you watched a Mike Tyson fight and you remember it, where did it go down in your mind? Trump Plaza.
0: I I agree with you. If you eh, <laughs> Well, that is by a, the way, that is a that's a deep rabbit hole that I don't want to climb into tonight because I have a couple of things that I want to get your uh, thoughts on. But hey, before we leave this coronavirus, here here's the one that, that I don't get with. Everybody keeps calling the month of February a lost month. Okay, January the thirty is it the January the twenty ninth? Trump shuts down travel from China. Correct.
1: Correct. You are exactly right.
0: All right, we didn't have the first case in the U.S. until the twenty-first. First reported case. Yes, that's right. It wasn't until March the third that we broke one hundred cases in the U.S.
1: Because it didn't fit the narrative.
0: Total cases.
1: Because it didn't fit the narrative. It it didn't fit the narrative.
0: It did. Okay. The and I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna beat this, but what was he supposed to do? He, he had one case on January the 21st. Uh, he broke a hundred on March the third or fourth, one of those days. February the 29th, the guy that is advising him, Dr. Fauci, see, whatever, however, I've heard different pronunciations. You know, he goes on CNN on the 29th, February the 29th, and tells people to go and living like they're living. That's the guy that's well, advising Trump. Why? You you can't Trump is not a medical expert. You can't right. and, like, and, and, you, how do you shut a country down for just a few cases?
1: I'm going to explain this to you very very quickly and to everybody listening. Let's imagine, you know, they called Trump racist for shutting down the flights to China, let's imagine he took the democratic view. What would the death toll be right right now? That's Ooh, all I have to say it, about it. It would
0: be that two point it' be that two million that they predicted
1: <laughs> right so he I think he he's a businessman, you know he's got what sixty to seventy thousand people working for him i I guess mate uh he he knows what numbers are. And you, you can't you can't cut the head off the snake. You, you just you just gotta you know if you want to keep it there. That's that's how you do it. But if you cut the head off, it's gonna die. And that's what he did immediately. There's a doctor saying, "Hey, do these numbers? Do these numbers? Do these numbers?" Well, I, I, I pretty much can say that Trump has his finger on what's happening. And he's proven it thus far, thus far. Now, we're, we're going into an angle to where the, the governors, the local governors, are now in control of everything. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. And, buddy, we could really get deep into it about Michigan and all that craziness. But um, I think Trump did a very good thing. I think he did it as, as quickly as he could, and he squashed it as quickly as he could. I mean, because personally, hey, that's what I would have done.
0: Do you, do you think that he has taken the Democrat playbook? Think of, think back through the whole presidency, the whole presidency, not just the past two months, but right. how he's played them is exactly what they've been doing for twenty years.
1: Um, of course he has. He he. he
0: let let me tell you something. He loves.
1: Getting up there and beating them down verbally—that's the reason I. That's the reason I laugh when I can even. I, I sit here and I tell my friends we're sitting around a fire drinking beer, whatever the hell we're doing. I tell my friends I'm like, "Can you imagine what this Joe Biden and Trump
0: debate
1: is going to be like? What in oh, wow. the? I mean, that's scary. crazy. It's scary." They, the Democratic Party would come crashing down quicker before than Pelosi tried putting it up and tearing up papers and handing out pens. So that's why I don't think that Biden is going to be there.
0: I love um, really good, uh, witty social media post, And the one talking about Biden, just telling me one, and build his build his basement to look like the Oval Office, Hey, he's convinced. Yeah, <laughs> let him let him go to town. Let him think he won.
1: But let let him think that. Let, let's see how that works out. Let's see how that works out.
0: You know, but as
1: as far and I do want to say this for everybody listening, my prayers goes out to everybody that has the virus or had it and has in is suffering. And and, and I, I I'm with you. I'm completely with you. But I want you to remain strong, because now with this system, our money has crashed. Now we're struggling to. We we ran out of toilet paper the first three days. What what the hell? I, I guess I guess the next time there's there there is some type of crisis. You know if 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 we get if we get raided. By a country, I'm going to go get toilet paper. I guess that's what's going to save me. I, I really don't know, but that's that's the mo right now.
0: So there's the, the my whole,
1: tangent on that.
0: <laughs> the The whole toilet paper scam, man. The see, I've read in different places it was a social media uh, a social experiment. And, of course, it was. And people pass for flying colors. Of course,
1: of course it is. They're 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 of course. If somebody made a, a, you know, I made a post a couple of days ago or this morning. I, I don't, I don't know. I make so many damn posts, but uh, I made a post. I was like, you know, <clears throat> you know, I have a new challenge for everybody, and the new Facebook challenge is not to make any more damn challenges. People need to tone that down, you know. Like the kids, they had the Tide Pod challenge, the lick the doorknob coronavirus challenge, you know. <laughs> damn millennials, I swear. Oh, Rocky. Man, how old are your kids? I hope they don't lick doorknobs.
0: <laughs> nine, nine, eight, and six. They're young.
1: Nope, nope, they don't lick doorknobs. And they sure as hell don't have TikTok. So that's a good one.
0: Hey, let me ask you this. Appropriate or, real quick, appropriate or inappropriate, for all of these inside these hospitals, all these TikToks coming out from um, employees, nurses, doctors, to me, it's just a little bit inappropriate. Well, is this have you appropriate seen
1: them? To, I have, but I'm, I'm about to I'm about to break it down for you. Is this appropriate? Where the legislature has passed an act, a bill, to ban it permanently. So – and the reason they did this is because the Department of Defense, the Pentagon, and other governing bodies have banned their – their the army, the, the, the military. From what – the last I read, it was the army, U.S. Army, but I'm pretty sure the military – the entire military went in fold, but have banned using TikTok. So the Pentagon took it a step further. They said, if you have children – they're not allowed to use it. It's a national security threat.
0: I said that back last fall, and everybody accused me of uh, the black helicopter.
1: No, it's a real thing. A company out of China, a company out of China owns TikTok, and they have investors that are communists from China and they are selling under China law. They had to sell their data to Beijing. So basically, if you have a 13-year-old child in, let's say, Taylorsville, Mississippi, just out of the blue, Taylorsville, Mississippi, Beijing has her pictures, her information, her video, all everything about her. So if you – anybody listen to this, if you have children, and if you – which you have no excuse. If if you're a grown man or female, you have no reason to have it. But if you have children, please take it off of of their phone, their tablet. And I don't just mean delete the app. I mean go in there and deactivate it and then delete it. That's how you remedy the situation. That's what I've been told. So... That is the information I'm relaying at this
0: point. Hey, as we're recording this, Clay Travis is tweeting uh, on Twitter the same thing that that you posted on Facebook about the uh, about the study in Los Angeles. Let me read this to you real quick, Wes. At a death rate of point one, uh, assuming that's point one percent, which is the average death death rate of both Stanford and USC studies in California. That is the same death rate as the seasonal flu. Even if every single person in the country were infected, we'd only see 327,000 deaths, a fraction of the 2.2 2 million predicted.
1: Are you shocked? Nope. I'm not no. shocked.
0: I'm not shocked. I mean, here's, Wes, here's what shocks me. I have a lot of friends, and you do too, that uh, went on to do... Big things in the medical field what surprises me about it is how how scared they were it's all and I, I, you know I'm a wait-and-see guy I, I've always been that way I don't get a I try not to get emotionally high or low I'm kind of just that wait and see let's see what happens then let's form an opinion but man there were friends of mine that are doctors, and they were freaking out. And it, listen, it is a bad deal. It's a bad deal for elderly or immunocompromised people.
1: Yeah, they didn't know. I mean, do you blame them for being freaked out? They, they obviously didn't know. I didn't know. But one thing I did know is I'm a numbers guy, just like you. When I start seeing these numbers pour in, let me, let me tell you something. This is when it struck home for me. When, they, when I got sick and I went Facebook Live, I, I even was on the radio about this. And I told people, hey, man, I've been sick before. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. But this crap happened a couple months ago with me. And I could prove it. Well, so out of the blue, out of the blue, the numbers just start skyrocketing. Well, of course, people are going to listen to this, say, oh, we got testing and all that. We had this, that, and the other. Well, I want you to listen to something, listeners. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. What if we peaked a month ago or two months ago? What if we're actually on the decline? Did it ever occur to anybody of that? And according to the studies with 440,000 pre existing cases in LA, imagine what it's like in Baton Rouge or New Orleans. Or New York City, or hell, right here in Mississippi. That's all I got to say about that.
0: But man, panic breeds chaos. We have been living in a month. You you talk to people that's been alive 75, 80 years. You've n- nothing is comparable to this. Maybe maybe the bombing uh, Pearl Harbor, maybe nine <laughs> eleven. The chaos that ensued a few days after that.
1: Let me tell you something. I'm more I and, and and I like I said I've had family that has this, I have friends that have this. I'm more scared to walk down Woodrow Wilson butt ass naked and getting shot than I am of this. True story. Um, I'm, it's it's a real thing. It is. But the the media and right now and, and you know I told somebody this earlier. And now is my time to tell everybody. I have a platform now, and I'm going to do it. The media does not have the crime here. The murders are gone. Everything is gone. The the, the ecosystem is actually doing great. You know, uh, the the wildlife is doing great. They're not being killed, hunted. They're nothing. They're doing great. So what do they focus on? They need hysteria and mass panic. And this is the outlet to do it, because that is the media. Not to mention they hate Trump as well, so this is another way to get at it, but that's another story and another show in itself, which I will touch on later.
0: Hey, let me ask you this. You were watching the same – I know that you were watching the same press conference that I was watching on – it was either Friday or Saturday – coronavirus press conference, and one of the m- media members at the press conference jumped on Donald Trump for being hopeful. Man, I think that's <laughs> a great characteristic of a leader is is somebody that's hopeful, that hopes for well, the best.
1: I, I, I agree with you, but I know why they do this. Um, it's an old tactic that Obama did at the beginning … of his presidential run. It's – because, see, this, this is where the Republicans' conservatives failed against the Democrats. In the early ages of the infancy of Facebook, Obama learned very quickly that it was a tool. It was a weapon. So when they ask these crazy questions, they can use it in tidbits against him or against anybody for that matter. It doesn't even have to be Democrat or Republican, but you can – literally blackball them and, and that's what we label as fake news today. So Trump has learned forty five and in his infinite wisdom, is is you know, like Joe Rogan so says a lot in all of his podcasts about everybody he talks to, but let's generalize it. But he has learned the very first thing we can do is Twitter. If you don't like it, so what? It gets the point across. Because he understands he cannot do a TikTok. He cannot do, he cannot have a Snapchat. Facebook he's not very active with. So th- this is where he can get the ball rolling is social media. And you would be shocked to know this. I'm the direct opposite of the president. I do not have a Twitter feed. My, my feed is off of Facebook for, for other reasons. Because I can actually put a face behind it. Sorry for that rabbit hole, but I had to make it happen.
0: No, no man. T- Twitter is the most one of the most vile places out there on social oh. media. No, Dude, no some doubt. of the most no miserable people in the world live on Twitter. I love getting my news from there, but when it comes to actually having conversations, shit, it does not happen on Twitter. There's L- some great hot takes on Twitter. But dude, there's some vile, just miserable people that live on Twitter.
1: Shit, man, let me let me tell you something. I guarantee you you know more fake people on Twitter than you do actual
0: people. <laughs> That's a great fact.
1: Yeah. Think about that for a minute. That tells you the world of Twitter. <laughs> so if if anybody's trying to how many times it it it, it Kansas State, Florida State, M- Ole Miss, uh Michigan, or Mississippi State ha- has somebody said, "Oh, I'm committing to this college on Twitter." And then they turn around on the same damn Twitter feed and say, "I am no longer committed to this." <laughs> so you take it for
0: what it is,
1: you know. That's the reason I don't use that platform.
0: Oh. Uh, I want to want to cover this real quick. I know the SEC football is a favorite of yours. We talked about it a few minutes ago, but so there's talk of shortening the season is one right. avenue, but another another one is playing games with no fans in the stands. Which okay. I'm I'm fine I'm fine with watching a football game. I watch the majority of them on TV anyway. You know, people are really starting to stay home before the coronavirus hit. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Correct. Correct. Um,
1: you see, uh, there's been, but there's would, been,
0: it will be strange, man. You're talking about. Here, here's my deal. You really, there's no more home field advantage in football if there's no nope. fans in the stands.
1: Nope, no fans in the stands. Let Let me tell you something. Nick Saban jumped his students' asses. Um, if 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 we if we had a a real life which one day hopefully this podcast will get to, where you could actually see me, I could show images of the almighty Alabama Crimson Tide with nobody in there. And Nick Saban went out and bitched at his students about this. Well, it it actually was not Alabama. It was all across America. Because, see, people have gotten so lazy, they had rather sit in front of a TV and watch. So I want to talk about that. I want to touch on that for a minute. If we go to a temporary set to where we have to watch a TV for live college football, it will go through the roof. People will be grilling. They will be buying food. They will be buying beer. They'll do everything. They just won't be doing it on the campus. The campus won't make the money. But America will make the money, and Disney will make the money because Disney owns ESPN, and ESPN has a multibillion-dollar contract with this situation. So it's a win-win scenario, and it will have to happen. The only issue is is when you get down to these rival games, such can you imagine the Army and Navy without any people?
0: No. Dead.
1: Can't do it. Dead. dead no. That that would be horrible. Mississippi,
0: Mississippi State without the Cowbell, lucky to win four games.
1: Without the Cowbell. Great point. But on the flip side, you could see Florida State and Florida and nobody would give a shit if there's a fan in the stadium. They just no. want to see the game. You know? So so it has, it has their pluses and their minuses. You know, it has their pluses and their minuses.
0: I know Florida's baseball team is used to having no fans in the sands. I mean, they're they're lucky to have 40 at a game. Number one in the nation year in, year out. Literally have 100 people at the game.
1: Up until this year, brother. Up until this year. (laughs) The the coronavirus uh, cut them short, buddy. Uh, I want to tell you, you know, we, we missed out on some special teams this year in college baseball. And boy, we had some good ones. Man, we had some good ones. I thought Louisville. They were coming in strong. Their pitching staff is one of the greatest possibly in the history of that conference. And all of them are going to go pro now. And they got their asses handed them by a freshman team out of the University of Mississippi who went 16-1. and And I'm not going to touch on that. I'm just saying that is one example of how college baseball was, was taken from us
0: it's probably good that you're not on Twitter because a couple of publications, let me just say this, just, just hear me out. So a couple of publications last week named Ole Miss their national champion in baseball. I'm not kidding you. I'll send you a link to both of them. And some of the most vile fans on Twitter are state fans. They went Berserk over the
1: it's just I I do have state fan friends. I've got many friends that are state fans. I oh, would, I I would actually say I Vander, Vanderb- Vanderbilt is the worst when it comes to baseball because they have twenty six scholarships. It's given them by a loophole and they think they think that, that that it's like a Tom Hanks type situation. They think it's a god that nobody can mess with them. But uh, as far as the national championship is concerned, nobody should be awarded an imaginary no. title this year. Nobody. Yeah. But I will. I will take the top five, and I damn well know who was in it. And that's all I got to say about that.
0: I'll say this: Look, if everybody is hopeful, wishful for college football this fall, you better pray and hope that Major League Baseball. Tennis and golf go well.
1: Golf Once will go well. We start well.
0: back in June because it looks go- like all of well. we're going to start by, uh, back in June.
1: Yeah, go- golf will go well. That that actually will be the number one sport that will not be affected because it doesn't make a damn if there's fans there or not. Golf will go well. Golf will go well because I don't really see golf where people have problems with social distancing. They have three hundred yards, four hundred yards between each other. So it will go well. What I was shocked with is how they shut down NASCAR. Why would you shut down NASCAR when you're enclosed in your own car going 200 miles an hour? You're not going to pass the coronavirus. (laughs) Who, Who in the hell thought of that crazy shit? You have somebody going 200 miles an hour in a car enclosed and, and the coronavirus can't live with anything over eighty something degrees, and it's two hundred degrees in the damn cockpit. It's dead anyway. Why are you doing this? Somebody explain I, it to me.
0: I, I really think it was to make Americans miserable because it, it uh, is. Yeah. Oh exactly... yeah. Oh. Can
1: you imagine? Can you imagine if Dale Earnhardt was alive today and they said you have to race in a virtual studio? He would kick his – he would take his foot and put it straight through that LED screen TV and give everybody the bird and drink a beer and walk off and say, I'm the champ. You know, they – these people are crazy.
0: Hey, well, end on this note real quick. I'll say this. Working in Oxford every day, seeing a, a lot of people in the know, rumor has it. I'm not saying it's the case. Maybe it's the worst case they're discussing the worst case scenario um pertaining to school, but man there's rumors flying that it'll be all online this fall there's discussions of that.
1: there was rumors two months ago that we, i mean well six months ago that we were, we were going to get Mike leach where is he at
0: state. Yep, but he won't be there. I, over under, he won't be there. But over two years, I can promise you that. After his athletic director ended up hanging him, chopping his knees out from under him. But go ahead.
1: Well, here's the thing. Let me, let me touch on that real quick. Um, Anybody's listening out there,
0: this is not an Ole Miss or
1: a state program, but I'm going to give you the facts. Uh, name me some defensive players in the past two months that Mike Leach has, has recruited to Starfle. I'll hold and wait. Actually, I can't do that because I'll die. It hasn't happened. That's his MO. That's what he did at Washington State. No defense, all offense. But, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Some of the baddest linebackers I've ever seen in the world come out of Mississippi State and Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State is not going to be happy if they do not have linebackers. They'll they'll love that quarterback, but if they cannot stop, an SEC running back, they're going to be pissed. So I say yeah. two years.
0: I just think I think that his I think that he not chopped his knees off when when he look the, the whole tweet thing. There's no possible way.
1: They knew what he was doing.
0: My, Mike Leach is as, He he he's as racist as Donald Trump. Jeez. It was, it, no, he it was he, he he
1: knew what he was doing because it was not a it wasn't a bad thing. It was just a joke,
0: yeah. and
1: they took they took it to the extreme. They took it to the extreme. He knew what he was doing, and and it wasn't a bad thing. It was just a joke, and it it got torn out of the frame. You know, I mean, I guess that goes with the cuts and bruises of being in in Mississippi sports. You had to deal with with the the bullshit from. Forty, fifty years ago, which is bad. It's horrible. All of it's bad. It's it's bad of the, it. It is it's one of the darkest eras of, of Mississippi history. But but oh, to bad. crucify this man for making a joke that had nothing to do with that. I don't know, man. That's just my take. It's just my take. I th- I think Leach will be fine. I just think right now he needs to recruit defense. That's all I got to say about that.
0: What happens to these? Let's just say Ole Miss goes all on line this fall. Man, Oxford okay. it kills the town of Oxford.
1: Sure, it does. Um, let 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 me put things in perspective. Of you outside of Oxford, you ever been to Athens, Georgia? Oh, it's imagine beautiful. what it. Imagine that town going down. Imagine Texas or, or, or Texas A and M. These people ah. literally. Now, 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 let me, let me put this perspective for you. Well, hey,
0: no, 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 let me LS, this. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. I think that the big deal with Oxford, though, and Ole Miss, about sixty percent of the students at Ole Miss are out of state.
1: Correct. So you have a lot about, of
0: people. Congr- for,
1: there are a lot, a lot of them from Texas. You're exactly right. What I was about to say is, is that Baton Rouge, LSU, can survive. Because they have an enormous town around them that can live without football. You know, if anybody's been to Baton Rouge, they can tell you that. They have, Kids there or not, they survive. You know, it's just how they are. Oxford will struggle. Mississippi State will definitely struggle. Hattiesburg will be a,
0: a Deadwood. It will Jesus. be a Deadwood. There, there's no... From what I'm understanding, there's no talk in Mississippi State because seventy something percent of their students are in-state. I get that. Not, there's not, you I know, there's not the thought process of just like at Ole Miss, man. There's so many different states coming from everywhere to Ole Miss. There were so many people. It's not being talked about. Kids that tested positive for Corona at Ole Miss. They came back from all different parts of the eastern well, half Miss, of the U.S.
1: Well, I mean, o- Ole Miss is not the Ole Miss it was when you know twenty no. years ago. N- neither no. was Mississippi State. The times have changed, you know. And, you know, and, and and I laugh at people, um, you know, when they say, "Oh, well, the these schools are." gone Republican, these schools have gone liberal, these schools have done this, this, done this, this, and that. Well, actually, you're wrong. All the schools are basically somewhat the same because it's the mentality of the kids today coming into it. They're the ones that punctuate what the belief is at the time. Because when I was in school, it didn't make a damn who was Republican or Democrat. All I cared about was A, Passing my class, and B, where was the next party, and C, where was I going to work? Now, it's a whole different ball game. They want to get a point across. It, it's beyond education at this point. It's, it's getting a point across. What is your point? Tell me your point. What are you arguing about all the time? Why are you protesting? What are you protesting about? You're should to be in class. You know, what, what are you doing? That this is the mo that I've been seeing across the country. You know, I mean, let, let's look at it this way: you you don't see this issue at Nebraska. <laughs> no, you know, you, you don't see it at Wyoming. When, when when's the when's the last time you seen a problem at North Dakota State? You know, it, it's it's just how it is, and I guess, I guess it's because with the SEC. There's so much money on the line that everything matters at that point.
0: Well, everything. Well, we we've gone just a little bit over on what we planned on this first night. It's a good first night. I enjoyed it. Any final thoughts oh, yeah, I did, before I did, we I did get away from here?
1: Um, I do have a final thought. Uh, Michael Jordan. Is the
0: goat and LeBron James is
1: not. I'll discuss that on the next podcast in great detail.
0: You gotta go watch The Last Dance, man. I don't know if you saw the first two episodes. We'll discuss it. And there were some interesting facts that came out in in that documentary. The other last night, last night it came out. But
1: well, you you can you can you can tell me now. You can tell me now, or you can
0: hold it till the next. Yeah, we'll hold it to the next one. I mean, they're they're not airing again until next Sunday night, so we've got time. We'll we'll probably record a couple more episodes before then. But we'll spend some time on it next episode talking about the last dance. Wes, I enjoyed it. Thank you again, man.
1: Man, I did too. I'll tell you what. We're going to take this by storm, son. I'm excited.
0: Hey, I will say this before I let Wes go. Right now, we're on the end of the line podcast but Wes and I are going to move this uh, this particular uh, podcast with us too. we we're going to move it over to a different platform we have not decided on a name yet hey if you, if you got one in mind shoot it to us I'd like to hear what your thoughts are
1: I agree shoot it to us because we're definitely listening we, we've been busting our heads over this for quite a minute
0: I mean it'll be on the same site but it'll be up under a different name be a lot of fun you you know and you may come up with an idea just from listening to tonight's episode because it's going to be a lot of the same stuff same type topics we'll be talking about anyway Wes, thank you again we want to thank all of you for listening to this edition of the end of the line podcast out at duckstuff.com